Hello and welcome everyone to today's news tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Ash Polson, along with our very special guest, our very own Night Tide, also known as Daniel, half the team of Good Vibes Arcade, which you should be watching. <laughs> Yes. Hey everybody, how's it going? Thanks for having me on again, you guys. Uh, great to be here. And yes, Good Vibes Arcade. We just started that last week. We're having our next episode tomorrow. We'll probably plug that in towards the end. But yeah, great to be doing more active stuff on the channel with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. Oh, yeah. It's, it's in the eleven episodes it's been since you were on here last. It's uh, you, you've kind of leveled up. <laughs> so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> as long as I'm not leveling down, I think I'm. I'm Oh no, we do not want a Final Fantasy Eleven system. That's a bad <laughs> oh, God, system. No. <laughs> that is oof, that is a bad system. But yeah, glad to hear you're doing uh quite well. And uh yeah, hopefully everybody had a great weekend. But before we go too far, of course, I gotta uh do a shout out to our lovely sponsor for every Monday, the Game Orb. The oh, Game yeah. Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While they are still running Let's Plays of Splatoon 2 and Super Mario 64 from Super Mario 3D All-Stars, they are also adding new games like Sonic Sonic Colors Ultimate. Ultimate and Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Also, there are now shorter videos in a playlist called The Game Orb Minis for clips that are highlighted. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. It's cool to have new copy. <laughs> it's actually really yeah. cool. New stuff to say. And uh, yeah, we are still working our way up to 400 subs. If we can just keep sending over support their way and uh, checking out all that new stuff they have lined up. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, if we could so. get everybody watching to go sub to the Game Orb, we'd hit that goal in 10 seconds. So please do us a favor. Exactly. Link is in chat right now. Yep, and I just pinned it, so we're good. As always, uh, Eddie, the Game Orb, thank you so much for your incredible support. You've been here with us since the beginning, and we love you. Thank you so, Absolutely. so much. Thank Absolutely. You. So great to uh, have you as always. And as a, another quick reminder here. Uh, we do have our push towards 75,000 subs for ourselves. And if we do, we'll be giving out a Switch OLED to a subscriber. Just any subscriber that is, you know, as if you've already subscribed, great. You're entered in already. As soon as we hit that 75,000, that Switch OLED is going out to somebody. But in order to get us a little closer, I thought I'd, I'd sweeten the deal a little bit and <laughs> offer up a little something for 70,000 subs. Uh, and this is, comes to us uh, from our discussion, our uh, guest Lucas Thomas that we had uh, not too long ago, who mentioned that uh, No Shave November is coming up, and um, if we hit seventy thousand by November, so before November, we do it October thirty first at a work. I will take part in No Shave November, and that should be interesting because I've never let my hair, my facial hair, go that long, and to give a kind of a basis for how quickly my facial hair grows i was shaving in middle school like sixth grade <laughs> oh man i had to shave make it yeah. happen it GV gang. i'm i'm kind of in the same boat as you derek like i had to shave from a from a pretty young age and my facial hair grows quite quickly and i've made it no secret of the fact i hate having a beard i i've had it i like i make it makes my my face oh, it's, look like it's, it's like itchy awful it's awful i look heavier i i don't like it but you know what? I'll suffer for the subs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go in on this with you. I against my better judgment, 
I know, you know, people like it when we, we, you know, the spicy chicken thing, we were in pain, but people enjoyed that. If you want to see me suffer with a beard throughout November, along with Derek, I mean, I'll go in on that with you. you know, I, I obviously can't join in on this, but I will, I will do right. one thing for you guys, because I know that y'all, for whatever reason, like to see me in distress. And while I can't do some, while I can't distress myself for the entire month of November, what I will do is I will pick up uh, one of the Pocky one chip challenge chips. Uh, Oh no. These are like the, the Michin doc equivalent for like chips. And supposedly they're, they're supposed to be killer hot. I've never had one, but I will buy and consume one on an episode of TNT at the beginning of the episode. At the very start, with nothing to drink, and just work my way through. If we hit seventy thousand oh, no. subs, wow! So we'll, okay, we'll, we all got skin in the game. <laughs> See, what's yeah. funny is that so is speak. that that under underlines how much I don't want to do. Like, I would rather do that. I would rather, <laughs> I would rather have a hot ass chip and I be in physical pain. You could choose to do that. I'd rather do the beard thing and have just a document of TNT where the, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. <laughs> and right. just, sure. I I mean, you can trace the the growing of my beard throughout this last season of TNT, but I, I want to give them something. I mean, if we get there, you know, and I know how much you guys like to, uh, how much my wife specifically likes to see me suffer through things on this show. Nice. So get that, that way everybody does a little something to thank y'all for 70,000 subs. It's only 1500 away. Um, yeah. Rec, I actually am so planning close. a feature that involves the removal of my beard and it's going to take a few months to get through that feature. So there will be a Babyface Steve back again at some point. Oh, um, but yeah, I'm not going to do it for 70000 because I think the feature I'm planning around it will be much more interesting. Oh, I man. love this. Ed Mower says Herrick Bittner, LMAO. That's perfect. <laughs> that is amazing. Derek Beardner <laughs> is a really good one. Oh, that is oh, that that another good one. That's also good. Yeah. I love <laughs> that. That's so good. I mean, I was hoping that Steve would shave for... Um... November with you guys, and then you all just start fresh and see who can race to get the largest beard by the end of November. Um, oh, I, that I, would I, be I, a funny race. race. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate doing that because if I let this grow for like a month, I'll just enter like lumberjacks modes of like uh, beard thickness. I, like, I honestly know that, think that's where I'll be at. Yeah, yeah. yeah after do, after can't. after just a week, it becomes too much. I'm just like I can't. I need to like use that lotion that kind of softens the beard, but uh, doesn't really work because our hair is too thick anyway. Anyways, <laughs> I'll be looking like Shigaraki on my hero going all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never, oh, I've never no. been so at odds with what I want something to happen, but also don't because of what I know I, you know, have, have signed up for. Like, obviously <laughs> I want us to grow as much as possible, as fast as possible. Hell yeah. 70 K let's go. But man, I, uh, I don't want to not shave for all of November, but I will do it. I will do it. I, I'll be okay. I'll make it. It's just a month. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So there's our challenge to you to get this thing uh, kicked off and uh, get a prize at 75000 make us suffer at 70000 I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either way, uh, you guys we, win. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's a win-win situation for all of you. Not us, but, yeah. well, kind of us. <laughs> well, not really. It's a <laughs> win-lose situation in that case. But. Right. Either way, we got uh, two Super Chats before we get into the stories uh, for tonight. And first up is a 123 Nintendo Freak with a $5 Super Chat. Thank you so much saying, unpopular opinion. I found the Kingdom Hearts and Sonic games to be boring to me, especially the music. You know, that's fair. I am not, I will never uh, disparage somebody for their own opinions. I might not not necessarily agree, but I won't disparage you. Disparage you. And, uh... 
it's not for everybody. It is definitely not for everybody. Uh, everybody has their own sort of thing going on. That, that does make me curious what you are into to have some sort of like, you know, yeah, like a base. barometer. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, it's just, I mean, I totally agree with you, Derek. Of course, I'm never going to trash someone for their opinions. Different strokes for different folks. But the part that got me is when you said, especially the music, that's that's more what surprises me. Don't be in the way Sonic plays and don't be in the way the King of Hearts plays. I get that, but I've just never heard someone say specifically, I don't like the music in Sonic and Kingdom Hearts. I can't get that, but hey, like Derek said, different strokes, man. Yeah. Some people aren't into butt rock. (laughs) I get, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, then we have Rec BCQ with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much saying little known fact, the OLED will be paid for using my super chats exclusively. I didn't mean to send this many, but I might as well lean into it. You're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> there almost. we go. Seriously. Thank you so much. for I your appreciate generosity, it. Rec BCQ. Seriously. And then one, two, three, Nintendo freak is back once again with another $5 super chat. Thank you once again saying also the Sonic experience in smash. Maybe hate the whole franchise. I don't think they were that bad, but all right. <laughs> What? Oh man! Go off, King. <laughs> this is just uh, this is like insane nowadays. Apparently, Monday is all about <laughs> hot takes today. I don't. I even earlier today, uh, I don't know who it was, and I wouldn't like call them out or anything. But I, I was browsing Era Resetera uh, like earlier today, and there was some thread that was like, Mega Man was never that good, and and he's really underrated. Why do people really like Mega Man? And I'm like, I, I all I did was I just popped into the thread, dropped in the Seinfeld I'm out gif, and then just went back out because I just couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not engaging. It's a Monday. I get tagging out of that whole it's debate. Too early in the week for this shit, man. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, Calamity513 with a $5 super chat. Thank you uh, so much saying, hey, just changed my name uh, and icon again uh, to from Luigi and Daisy 315 to Calamity513. So don't worry, guys. So yeah, this is. This well, is uh, no. Luigi and Daisy, so we got that idea. Um, and real quick, just because <laughs> it popped in here real, as before I got started, Jared Helder with a two dollar, two Canadian dollar uh, super chat. Thank you so so much. Says that cruising song is an earworm. It's a blast. I have. Th- it's so I good. Have, I don't have the, the. I have don't have the time or funds oh. to, to to get cruising blast. The cruising blast menu theme is nineties cheese perfection. It is. <laughs> genuinely perfect i love it so much and the game is also so fun if you're into arcade racers it's it looks just, pretty it's wild great. it's a lot of nice. fun it's a great great port of that game well i i, check I, it out. I, yeah. I thank yeah. you for the segue ash because you know what sounds not fun this rumor nice let's bring it up on there <laughs> for our first story so a rumor has been going around that seems to be gaining some real credibility that quantic dream is working on a Star Wars game. And apparently it's going to be an action title, which they've never done. I think the closest they've gotten is Beyond Two Souls. And um, no, <laughs> I have yeah, not. What? I have not played a Quantic Dream game since uh, uh, Heavy Rain. And everything I've seen of their games after that point, and especially with all the allegations, allegations that have come out against them, specifically David Cage, I'm like, no, this would be a, this is a bad fit. <laughs> I can't even. I, I I heard the rumor, but I didn't hear the part that it was maybe going to be action focused. Which, please God, no! I, I mean, just the idea of a of a Quantic Dream made Star Wars game in general doesn't excite me at all. But I can't see them delivering on the action side of things. And Derek, I know you said you haven't uh, played any of their games beyond Heavy Rain. My wife and I have slowly been working our way through Detroit, uh, and it's it's good, it's fine, but it's just. 
it's so overbearing and it's so you can tell that that the game and and David Cage thinks it's a lot more a lot smarter and a lot more revelatory than yeah. it actually is. He he is way up his own yeah. butt. <laughs> he really is. And it's basically it's it's a story about, you know, racism through androids and that's fine. There's a, that's there are some important messages there, but it's not nearly as just highfalutin or oh my god, you know, unprecedented as the game seems to think it is. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I've I've admired Quantic Dreams games from a distance, but I've literally never played any of them. Uh, mm -hmm. just because I, I watched my brother play Heavy Rain back on the PS3, I think. And I was just... How much twist ever? <laughs> I was like, eh, this is a game. It's definitely, like, they're not my thing. That's what I should say. I, I don't feel like mm -hmm. these games, anything I've seen from Quantic Dream compels me to try it. Um, I have wanted to try Detroit Become Human, uh, just because I've, I haven't seen much of it. It looks interesting, but again, uh, nothing about Quantic Dream's games grab my attention to the point that i'm like wow i have to play this right now they don't induce hype in any way um and i consider myself to be like a on the like a casual star wars fan leaning more towards the hardcore side of things like i really like star wars i like star wars movies i really want to go uh you know check out the millennium falcon at disneyland build my own lightsaber do all that stuff <laughs> um but i'm also not you know super up on the lore stuff like that um mm -hmm. But I got to admit, I, I agree with both you guys. This doesn't seem like the right developer for this type of a game. Like if they did something that was like a Star Wars side story that was way more story focused and narrative driven. I would with say like, with oh. another writer at the at the helm because David yes. Cage cannot write. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, like hearing action game and these guys, I'm like, when I hear action game, I think of like platinum you know i think of i think mm. of folks with really good chops uh and and this is just not what they're known for i hope it turns out well uh them working with star wars you know by virtue of the fact that it is a star wars game i'll probably want to check it out but like the announcement does nothing for me i have to see a trailer because i'm yeah. not sold on the idea of these guys making an action game mm. well and what, the, about, uh, what about you daniel yeah go for it. yeah um with content with content dreams the game i probably played the most with their um with their titles is uh, Detroit Become Human. Like, that's probably the one I played the most out of anything. And and to, to think of those developers that have made, uh, uh, well, I want to say a narrative, not maybe not a strong narrative, but, but a sort of a game that's made like, like basically to experience a very elaborate movie with uh, Heavy Rain, uh, uh, Detroit Become Human. It's weird to think of Quantic Dreams being able to like shift that focus into an action game because that's probably one of the last developers I would think of as far as making a, anything action related for, for, um, for this, and as as Steve said, I think if we did something more uh, story related that kind of explores some of the side stories, like there's a lot of lore with Star Wars that you can pick from, and a lot of developers that you can have uh, offer their expertise in these kind of series, and and it's just a weird fit. It, it's just an unusual fit. And I, 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 as you said, I need to see something um, a little more tangible to, to to judge whether or not this is actually going to work out as much as they probably hope it's going to. Well, and mm -hmm. what makes it even weirder fit is that this Kotaku article goes on to say. Uh, that, that their sources say the game will have more traditional action gameplay and possibly even open world and multiplayer elements. That's None a of lot. This tracks. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot. These, these are people who are not used to these type of systems. For. Exactly. So I can't imagine this turning out well, but, you know, well, I, it, fingers it, crossed, I guess. Reaching and really assuming high. it's happening. Assuming it's really happening. Yeah. It's but, also like... <sighs> 
Quantic Dream has some problems. We like we've talked about Activision, we've talked about Ubisoft having their issues. Quantic Dream is definitely up there with those type of issues. Um so uh back in 2018 uh, French press reports accused the studio of having toxic working conditions. That sounds kind of, kind of similar. Uh, and they detailed sexist and racist jokes on lots of crunch. Um, and Quantic denied the reports at the time and went on to sue, try to countersue the publications along some of former, uh, former employees for all the, these. And it's still going on, going on. Um, That's a bold and, strategy. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I've, Forget some of the quotes David Cage has had where it's just sort of a not great, definitely not great. And I mean, the one that's always stuck out to me uh, as just how not great this studio seem, has seemed to have uh, become is so Beyond Two Souls starred um, uh, Elliot Page, Page yeah. and, uh, you know, in there. And um, they decided that. Uh, the developers decided for some reason, and you know, people who hack the things and or break. Oh you know, God, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, <laughs> they rendered out a full nude model of Elliot Page. Why? <laughs> don't do that. Right. Don't yeah, don't right. do that. That is a. I'm sorry. I have no confidence in Quantic Dream after Beyond Two Souls, and like, I, well, the way they handled that with yeah, with the, the whole Elliot Page thing was tr- truly awful, and that was also I think brought up in I think our live audience patron chat. I think it was already scrolled by, but yeah, it was definitely something that was that should never have happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I'm not excited. I will not touch touch this game because. <laughs> Quantic, Quantic Dream does nothing for me. <laughs> I, I seem to be the mit- most vitriolic of it, but maybe that's just because I played. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I just don't have a lot of experience with their output. The The games on the surface level have looked interesting, but not enough for me to actually pick them up. Right. Yeah, and by yeah. the way, it was uh, Helen Hayes Dingo in our live audience chat who was talking about the shower scene with Elliot Page's character and it being done without his consent. And yeah, yeah. so that didn't mean I'd want to give you proper credit, Helen. But yeah, it's it was a really gross situation. And David David Cage in general just strikes me as a gross person who loves himself so much that he doesn't really need us to love him. So which is <laughs> which is a good thing because he has a lot of love for himself. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh... What? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's just like yeah, with with Quantic Dream, if with with um, like games like Detroit Become Human, um, they make these games as as if they're making a revolutionary narrative. It, it, it makes it <laughs> the way it's presented. It's like they're it's like they're making the next 1984 or something when it's really not. And so I just can't see what this could what this could potentially turn into in the future if it even takes off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, before we move on, we got a few more uh, super chats. Uh, first up is Sketch MPM with a four dollar ninety nine cent uh, donation. Thank you so much. Says Ash that Thread's original poster said the only good Mega Man games are two, three, and X. Woof. Oh, I know. That's creep is the only good Radiohead <laughs> Radiohead song levels of basic. No, it, it was truly. I mean, and fortunately, the thread backfired. Like the you, the overwhelming sentiment was like, "OP, what the fuck are you talking about? That is objectively not true." Um, but I just, I couldn't. You know, people were pointing out, "Yeah, there's so many other great Mega Man games." But like I said, it's a Monday. I I just couldn't engage with such a take. I, that's why I just dropped that Seinfeld gift and left. Too early for this. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Screamer Machine with a dollar ninety nine super chat saying, "How dare David David work with Elliot Page? J.K. Oh yeah, David Cage loves to bra- drag out his uh, celebrities. Uh, there's a pretty famous yeah. picture of him like excitedly talking in between uh, Elliot Page and um, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Somebody else said it already, but I forget it. Uh, uh Green sure. Goblin and Spider Man. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, Willem Thank Dafoe. you, Jet Set. Oh, yeah, yeah." Um, and they're just looking bored and just soulless. <laughs> just uh-huh. like, yeah. Uh, Black Ninja with a $5 uh, super chat. Thank you so much. Says, loving uh, the beautiful faces, all looking good. Anyone watching Baruto? Because episode 217 is about is is about to be absolute fire. P.S. Like in the cup, my, my boy Steve is rocking. Yeah. Well, thank you. Nice. Yeah. Took a bunch I, of <laughs> good. I have not, never, uh, I, I, I've, I haven't watched Naruto in a long time. <laughs> I'm way behind. And definitely same, haven't seen same Naruto. Here. Yeah. Boruto, I don't watch. I Honestly, uh, we, we could talk about this forever. But the quick thing is that uh, the story for a long time wasn't written by the original creator of Naruto, Masashi Kishimoto. Uh, he handed it off to one of his assistants. And I just felt like the story kind of meandered and, and wasn't very good. Uh, Kishimoto only, like, I want to say three or four months ago took it back over because he was so dissatisfied with where it was going Oof. that he took control of it again uh he was like yeah you're you're running my property into the ground i need to fix it now <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably start watching the anime when it catches up to where the manga is uh because it is getting interesting again but yeah i feel like the uh unfortunately all the stuff that's gone on to this point has just it's it's uninteresting to me anyway um if you like boruto yeah. i'm happy for you it just I don't know. I haven't been able to hang with it. And I'm saying that as somebody who religiously followed Naruto for 10 years. So, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Sketchy MPM back with a $4.99 cent uh, super chat saying, and now I have to finish that uh, thought by expressing my love for Mega Man 4, 9, X2, X4, and gosh, what about Legends Battle Network and Zero? So nice. All good examples. Yeah. My only addition to that is what about five, six, seven? I'd even throw an eight at this point. Eleven. You missed a few. You missed a few. That's all I'm saying. All <laughs> you I'm missed saying. a few. Oh, goodness. X3, you know. Maybe go buy a helmet for yourself. Maybe like a, <laughs> a, a buster for your arm, you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> basic fandom stuff. Get a robo yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, get your robo dog in. Hey, perfect. Um, King Wooly with the five New Zealand dollars. Thank you so much for that super chat saying, hey guys, I'm currently harnessed onto a toy store two-story roof at work so i can't listen now but i wish you all a great day and look forward to listening later well be careful hope that yeah. harness lasts <laughs> and what commitment seriously super chatting while harnessed to the side of a building or to the roof of a building i don't know anybody else going that far i'm just saying no that's yeah. the, i like i have this visual of you like furiously typing on your phone and sending the super chat as you're harnessed onto a two-story roof in we new zealand which makes me think, be safe, man. There's be a Buster safe. Keaton se- uh, segment about to happen here. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, we really just appreciate like, it. The, 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 the root, the wall falls away. You land perfectly safe. You see your phone, walk over to dust it off and pick it up. And another, another section almost falls on you. And you just land perfectly through the window. Like uh, completely unharmed. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I got to give Azran credit for this one. Cause this is a pretty, even for him, it's really good. He says they're just building suspense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Sir. Well done. I love it. Nice. I love it. 
Uh, Darchi with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Says, if y'all can see if Proton John can get on uh, TNT, I think he'll be a great fit for the show. Also, much love to Daniel. Yeah, I'd love to get uh, Proton John and uh, Nintendo Capri Sun on the show at some point, um, just because uh, they're both great guys. I've not had a chance to interact with them nearly as much as I have Masay and uh, Chugga, but um, yeah, uh, they're all they're all good people. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Darchi. And yeah, I, I, would love, I would love to see the rest of the Runaway guys on here at some point. Definitely. Real quick, uh, we do have a piece of breaking news. Ooh. I love it when this happens. Breaking news, yeah. Our our good friend Killamox just increased their pledge from five dollars at the live audience tier all the way up to fight a founder at fifty dollars. Hey. Dang! So thank you so wow. much. That also, of Holy course, inducts you into the EP squad. So welcome. Yes, and, I am uh, adding your name you so to this crew. Right? Yeah, I'm adding your name yeah. to the spread right now, Killamox. So you will have your name read out today. Thank you very much. Very cool. Uh, Calamity with a $2 super chat saying, Steve from Minecraft versus Freddy from FNAF. You choose. I haven't played FNAF. Yeah, I haven't played FNAF, so I can't really say. Freddy seems like an instant kill. (laughs) Does Yeah, maybe it is. I'm going to say Steve because I love Steve and he shares, you know, a name with with Steve Minecraft. So that's my horrible reasoning. Steve. (laughs) (laughs) As as a Steve, I got to support my fellow Steves. So nice. Yeah, support Steves. I guess I'm the only one for yeah, Freddy. Plus, oh, well. Sorry, I'm just kind of tired of hearing about FNAF. I'm just kind of tired of hearing about FNAF, but that's not really, you know, Freddy's fault. I just kind of am tired of hearing about it. But Yeah, I get you. Um, Nerds Ramblings with the $20 super chat saying, uh, can confirm, unfortunately, I did get COVID, but I'm almost oh. recovered. That is very oh, good. Man. My symptoms are almost done, though, and school for me is pushed back a month. Uh, but at the very least, I found a retro store and got Mario Party 5 and 6 in Japanese. Nice. Oh, wow. Well, well, there's some, there's some good news uh, amongst all of that. I'm glad you're feeling better. That's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. good on you for maintaining yeah. a positive attitude and finding things to be excited about despite you know the fact that you got covid but we're just glad to hear that your you know your symptoms aren't too awful and that you're almost recovered yeah so. and they say that and they say that their copy of mp6 came with a mic which is the best way to enjoy Ooh, the full experience yeah. of mario nice. party 6 <laughs> hell yeah mario party 6 uh, still the best mario party game don't ask yeah i it's funny i have no <laughs> nostalgia for whatsoever but i tried it out and it's like oh this is really good right i love mario party 6 oh such a good game I also really liked it when I won 24 stars during GVG After Dark. And I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> I'm like, I was trying to remember, like, how, I haven't, didn't get a chance to watch. I'm like, how did you do that? And then I remembered what board it was. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that makes Fair sense. Square, yeah. Fair yeah. Square, yeah. Is, is, Fair Square has the highest, like, Unfair star counts of any board. Unfair Square, yeah. Fair Square for me. Unfair Square for everybody else. Yeah. Well, yeah. we might as well uh, continue Ashes High with this next story. Nice. <laughs> So, we finally have a release window for Freedom Planet 2, and it is spring of 2022. So, two seasons from now? Somewhere around somewhere around there. Hopefully by March, April of 2022. And there, yeah, that'll there it'll be. So, uh, I have still not played Freedom Planet 2. Uh, I'm going to leave it up to the rest of well, you. Like, what, what, I, I what should you hope you not, because it's not out yet. Well, yeah. I haven't played Freedom Planet. Sorry. I'm sorry. if you had. Yeah. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> um, I I mean, I, anybody who's, you know, watched some anything I'd say said for a while anywhere really knows that I'm super into Freedom Planet. I love that game. Played the hell out of it. I still go back to it. And I am so excited for the sequel. It feels like we've been waiting, like, what? I don't even remember when it was first announced. Like, four years ago maybe five I years even no it feels like we've been yeah. waiting forever for it but 
I love Freedom Planet. It's it's uh, I believe if I if I understand it correctly, I believe it began life as a Sonic fan game and then yeah. kind of evolved yes. into yeah. its own thing. And you can tell that the the the, the Sonic DNA is the in DNA. there. And it's very it's very overt, but it really does just kind of become its own thing and actually adopts some uh I would say it adopts kind of a almost like a treasure uh like bullet hell action like mentality for its boss fights. It's a really interesting game. And uh, I can't wait for Freedom Planet 2. I'm so happy. This yeah. is nuts. So real, real quick before I let you go, uh, Steve, uh, it was a it was greenlit. It was submitted to Steam Greenlight uh, on February 10th, 2017. It was and was greenlit on February 14th, 2017, and it was estimated to be available in 2018. Then later right. later changed to 2019, and of course now we're getting in 2022. So this has been uh, five years in development. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh for those of you that that want to know a little bit of the pedigree behind it too, it's actually programmed by Christian Whitehead, who if you're not familiar is you know, the dude behind mm-hmm. Sonic Mania. So Mania. And you can tell too. I mean, this this is a really good game uh that I really can't recommend highly enough. And it really go it goes all in on the narrative aspect too, which I find really interesting. All of Freedom Planet 1 has fully voiced cutscenes. Uh a lot of the voice acting is pretty high quality not all of it but i would say a lot of it is and it's it these are fully voiced cutscenes that sometimes might go on a little too long like these are reading this the cutscenes can get a little long in the tooth but it's not often that you see like an indie platformer go all in on the storytelling with like full voice tracks and everything and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a really unique vibe that i really recommend to anybody who likes sonic games and 2d platformers i really really highly uh, recommend you check it out yeah, this is something I really need to get into as well. Like amongst the library of backlog games I have, Freedom Planet is on there as well. And uh, I just love—I love it whenever you hear about like fans creating something with a different template, like this one for Sonic, and then it becomes its own thing, and it becomes so successful that it, it, it creates a sequel like this. It's always really great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I, I just remembered why I did not play Freedom Planet when it first came out because I got a code. But it was on the Wii U, and when it first launched on the Wii U, oh, it had it yeah, talks about how it had all those issues. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll just wait until they fix it. And I think it took like six months. And I'm like, uh, by the time it was fixed, I was like, like, too much other stuff to get done. So I was just just fell by the wayside. Now, unfortunately, I, d- I did just notice that Spring 2022 seems to only be when it's coming out on Steam uh, for PC and Mac, though. At least it's coming to Mac. But I'm guessing we'll have to wait a little bit longer for console releases for for this game. Perhaps, is, unless know, they find some sort of partner. I'm sure it will be, mm. but um, yeah, just looking forward to it. Really, really happy for the devs that they're finally able to get it out soon. And and yeah. uh, I think I'm, I'm confident it'll be worth the wait. Again, the first game is just great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Play in a year from now on Switch. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Pretty I, much. I can easily just pick up Freedom Planet 1 on Switch before uh, <laughs> this one comes out. Nice and fresh in my mind. Yeah. Oh wow, Goran Amber, close friend of theirs, is uh, working on Freedom Planet too. Oh, very that's cool. awesome! Oh wow, that's so neat. I didn't know that. Small world. Hmm. Very cool. A safe and equal workplace. Skull Kid Tiger says, "Oh, good. Ash can play on his keyboard. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Keep, keeping the keeping the joke going. I respect we'll, we'll that. Get yeah, it. there you we'll go. Get one eventually. We'll fix it yeah. up soon. <laughs> yeah. Really, we, we will we convert you. More of a gamepad in that case, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I refuse to play platformers with a with a keyboard. Uh, gamepad only for me. I just. I I, I, will, I, oh, yeah. I will fully admit like that I am a gamepad snob. I I need a controller. Hey, I'm I'm right there yeah. with you, man. I I yeah. game on PC frequently, but 
I use my Xbox uh, Series controller for nice. everything. I, I don't play on mouse and keyboard. I know that that'll make some people hate me, but <laughs> I was raised on this. Well, <laughs> most importantly, it won't make me hate you, Steve, and that's obviously what See? really counts. Yeah, See? exactly. I mean, the ashes in my back life to... are the most important people. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Blasting back to my early day, uh, early gaming days, uh, my family's computer. Um, I didn't since I didn't have access to a PlayStation. I only had a Saturn for a while. Uh, I got Croc, Legend of the Gobos, and the first two to- Tomb Raider games on PC, but we didn't have a controller for it. So I played both those games with keyboard only. Oh God! Oh, God. Which. Oh, I beat, I beat Croc. I never beat Tomb Raider, but I did beat Croc. I, I but it actually kind of works out because they were both like tank controls, so it wasn't um, that bad. But I, it was still like something. My my dad uh, let me play Tomb Raider on his PC back in the '90s, and he insisted I use mouse and keyboard. I gave up oh. one day, and I remember this. He bought me Super Street Fighter Two Turbo because it wasn't on SNES. You know, the Turbo version. Uh, mm. We just had Super SF Two on SNES, and I wanted Turbo because of Akuma. So he bought me oh. the DOS version of that game, oh, and no. he was like. He just was against me using a gamepad. He's like, nope, you can use oh. the keyboard for this. And I, I like had to show him. I'm like, do you oh, have any geez. idea how hard this is? You're basically learning, telling me I have to learn how to play piano. Like, that, <laughs> I, I can't imagine having to play. That, that just gets a big fat ooh from me because I <laughs> never would want to play a fighting game, 2D or 3D, with a, with a keyboard. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was literally. He, he eventually caved and bought me a controller, but I he was definitely happier than he should have been when it stopped working. <laughs> no. Jeez. I, I should also mention it, it was only keyboard, no mouse for those platform those games oh, that I mentioned. So. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, uh, Rob Armad X. Oh sorry. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, just real quick. I, I didn't have it as bad as Steve, but I also had an experience with just keyboard gaming with the PC. Um, <laughs> some somehow, I don't know how how I got it, but I got Sonic CD for the PC, and nice. I experienced that whole game just with arrow keys and a, and a space bar, and it was the worst oh, thing ever. But I loved like <laughs> I, I was still Sonic, so I still wanted to play and see it through. So I somehow taught myself to have arthritis in my fingers to play this game. And, and at least just, with Sonic, it's only two buttons, well, yeah, three buttons, really. Yeah, so I didn't have it as bad right. as you guys, but but that's it's just some weird keyboard experiences in the past for us. It seems like. Oh yeah. Well, th- this is this is the part where you tell us, but you actually did get all the time stones and get the good ending, right? You, you destroyed all the. Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, I got all the uh, good futures and everything. Nice. <laughs> there uh, you go. Speaking of Sonic, uh, Rob Arman X says I had to play Sonic Adventure Deluxe on PC with a flight sim joystick. Well, how do you even <laughs> what? what? Wow. How does that even you work? Know, some of these are challenges that people do to themselves, like the be- beating certain games with dance pads. It's just sort yeah. of a ch- we're just doing challenge runs at this point. Yeah. I know. I saw someone beat Dark Souls 1 with like a Guitar Hero controller. And that's I was right. like, oh, I right. hated someone more than I hate this person. <laughs> I, uh, I finished the opening stage. I didn't play the whole game, but I did beat the opening stage of Mega Man X4 with a dance pad once. That was pretty cool. Well, that go. was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> It was pretty cool. It was weird, but it was fun. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our... Well, before we move on to our next story, we got a few more Super Chats. First up from Cyronis with uh, $7.99... I'm going to say... Is that Australian? Australian dollars. Australian. Okay. I thought it was Australian. 
wasn't sure if that had AUS. I couldn't remember. But either way, Cyronis, thank you very much uh, for uh, the super chat saying, first time live. I'm a teacher, so usually working at this time. I listen to every podcast and and love your work. Keep vibing and thanks for the content. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Watching us over in Australia. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Seriously. And thank you for everything you do in terms of being an educator and working in in the school system. My wife works in the school system. I know how difficult it can be. So, you know, thank you for everything you do. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Nerds Ramblings is back with a $10 super chat saying another cool find. I got lucky and found Mother 3 at a Seattle game store last month. I've been loving getting Japanese game uh, copies of older Nintendo games lately. The box arts for GameCube, Game Boy Color, and N64 are gorgeous. That is true. Yeah, they are. Until it's over. That was such a good era for like import games from Nintendo consoles. Like they just had objectively superior like package designs back then now it's all mm-hmm. the same but yeah yeah mm-hmm. we've unified <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh rob our main x with a five dollar super chat saying hey ash you pick, pick yourself up a nice keyboard for freedom planet 2 <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you beautiful I, I, will, I will pick up a nice keyboard but not for freedom planet 2 i refuse i refuse <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rec BCQ with a $2 super chat saying people use keyboards as a threat to Ash now. I mean, that's just sort of <laughs> natural. Right, right. I, 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 I would I would move my, my webcam to show keyboard. you the keyboard I'm using right now, but I'm, I Can don't want to do that too much. Look at this. I, I, no, but I could do this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. See that laptop sneaking in the in the, the view there? He can yeah. move his monitor around too. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um Ray Clawson with a dollar ninety nine uh super chat. Thank you so much saying I love Croc so much I want to remake. Yeah, I actually do did really enjoy Croc. Um have not gone back to it in a long time. They get Croc 2 on the PlayStation, and I was like, oh cool, I get to finally play this with the controller. Oh god, I don't like this. <laughs> like I did not enjoy Croc 2 at all. Uh-huh. So I didn't oh, play well. either Croc game. I I don't know what I'm missing. Uh, yeah, they were same. made by Argonauts, so same guys who made um Star Fox. Oh wow! No, oh, okay. That's quite a pedigree for yeah. Croc. I mean, shit. Yeah, no. uh, it's not a bad platformer. <laughs> before and basic, be- but still fun. Before we move on, we do have yet another piece of breaking yes. news. Ooh, I saw wow. this. So oh, uh, our live audience member, Super Game Dude One Hundred and One, has upped his pledge from five dollars at the live audience tier to twenty five dollars at the executive producer tier, joining nice. the squad. So thank you so much. Welcome aboard. Uh, thank you. We, we very appreciate much. the support, and you will be in the credits of tonight's episode. Yes, you will. Yeah. I'm putting. Uh, let us know in the live audience chat if you have a specific name you'd like us to list you at, or if SGD One Hundred and One is okay. But we are getting you into the spread either way. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which, uh, boy, it's about time. Nice. So, guys, uh, you know, you remember Kina, right? Well, it's back <laughs> in pog form, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm so confused by this whole thing. Two, it's been, we've gotten nothing, nothing from Kina for the longest time. And all of a sudden... Uh, <laughs> We got two new trailers dropping the day before it releases. One is a release trailer. It's all story-based. And another one it that is a uh, showing off the photo mode. And we're also getting a physical version that's coming in November. So, I mean, cool. from nothing um, to here, have something. What the heck? <laughs> it's so this... odd the way the, 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 the lead-up to this game's release. And I still, like intrinsically i want to be excited for it i watched the trailers that dropped today it still looks 
really beautiful. The gameplay might be the part that comes up a bit short in terms of being being a little formulaic, maybe, but ostensibly, the, at least the trailers still make it look really damn good. But it's just obviously concerning that that Sony has basically basically been hiding this game for the past like three months or so, ever since it was delayed, and didn't even show it during the PlayStation Showcase recently. I mean, is really it Sony weird though, stuff. Or is it the developers? Because this is well, a that's true. Party game. Yeah, I don't they, know. No, it's not. But I mean, yeah, I guess it could be either or. Either they wanted to show it and Sony said no, or they just didn't want to show it. I don't know. It's yeah. so weird, though. My my fear is that this is going to be a game where it looks good, and if you're not actually playing it yourself, it looks like it probably controls great. And then the minute you're actually holding the dual sense in your hand and pushing the buttons, you realize that it just doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't physically feel fun to play. Or, or you know, like floaty physics or, or timing of... of uh, button press to actual on-screen action feeling wrong, which to me that can like completely destroy a game for me. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my fear of what we're going to get with Kina is that it it looks great, but the actual mechanics of the game don't feel good enough to, to mm-hmm. warrant playing it. And so, you know, and, and also, you know, having been in this industry a while, the the marketing cycle for this game is highly suspect. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I've, I've talked to a lot of folks in the industry uh, and asked them, you know, I know, I know folks from big outlets that haven't played this game yet. <laughs> and yeah. that is really concerning to me when, when folks that, you know, like us not getting a review code, that's a thing like that, that happens. <laughs> it's not um, to be expected. <laughs> yeah. But when you're, when you're talking to, you know, I, I'm not going to name names obviously, but like when you're talking to folks from big respected outlets that, can pretty much call the shots on what they review and what they don't and they don't have it yeah that's when i'm like okay something's not right here something's really bad uh yeah because you want you know like i i think uh when they start the pickier publishers get with who gets to play the game early the worse it probably is well, uh, the, this is interesting, actually. Uh, Darchi in our live audience patron chat, chat said our very own John Cartwright actually said the game has GameCube gameplay in a good way. And oh. that makes me think that maybe, I, and I don't know if he's basing that, on, basing that on actually having played it or just what he's seeing from the trailers, but I kind of I see what he means. Like, I kind of get a bit of a Star Fox Adventures vibe from the gameplay I've seen in the sense that it's not revolutionizing that. anything, but it just seems like basic 3D action combat gameplay. Mm-hmm. And, and that might be okay. I, I'm reminded of the real, uh, the recent Trials of Mana remake, which I reviewed back on Game Explain, and I like the fact that it felt like it was a just a really good action game from several generations ago. It felt like a game that would have come out in the PS2 generation as a good 3D action game. But there was something cozy about that. So I'm wondering if that's what John means, and you know, if that is what he means, I could be okay with that. I'm I'm still kind of curious to see how this game turns out. Mm. I'm so. curious what you think, uh, Daniel. Um, man, I really wanted to like this game. Like, it looks beautiful. I, it's something that I definitely want to try. But there's, there's been such a strange radio silence for it that it, it just leads everyone to question: like, is this something that they're that they're going to be proud of putting out there because of of just a delay for a month? Which it doesn't even feel like it was delayed for a month because they were just quiet about it, anyways. And it's weird how this is like you compare this to like Death Loop where you just kept hearing about it over and over, and, and people were like, all right, I've heard enough about this game already. It's, it doesn't even look like it's that fun. And then apparently it gets a bunch of great reviews. And then you hear about <laughs> Kina, which I want to, to love and hear more and more about, but there's just nothing. And we're here at the edge of the um, of the release date, and then no one even really has any opinions of it because no one's really played it. Right. I, right. I wonder, 
I, I'm hoping, I guess is probably the best way to put it, because, uh, you know, have all of Steve's points, and usually that's a bad sign, but maybe it's something like with Doom 2016, where that did not go out early, it was release day, and everybody's like, oh, that's not a good sign for Doom, and then it was amazing, and everybody loved it, so yeah. it, well, it, and- may, maybe that'll happen, because I gotta say, this the photo mode trailer is really impressive, like, I've not seen a photo mode quite like that, where every NPC has their own sort of pose, they shift their view mm-hmm. to where you at, you're at, like, it's really well done, and I'm, I mean, it definitely seems like it's going to be on the short side of games, but it's also, you know, yeah. not as expensive. I think it's yeah. 40 bucks. I think the physical version is going to be 50 bucks. It's not bad. Right. I'm I just think. hoping, I, I just hoping it, it, it fulfills that initial like wow factor that we all got. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know this is something that, that uh, Steve experienced recently. What we all did with a, a game I know that is very near and dear to Steve's heart, No More Heroes 3. There, yep. there was a lot of chatter right before the game came out. You know, there was fear that the review embargo was initially after the game came out. And it turned out it was just because they wanted to avoid story spoilers. But people were thinking, God, does this, does this mean the game sucks? Is it coming in hot? Is it going to be a mess? Thankfully, it turned out to be pretty great. And so, you know, we I don't want to make it seem like there's no chance Keen is going to come out and, and not be anything but a disaster. It could still be great. But obviously, the the marketing cycle and and you know the, the the fact that review codes seemingly have not gone out, you can't help but worry. But it is important to note that this has happened with games. Like I said, you said uh, Derek Deathloop and Steve, No More Heroes three. It isn't necessarily a death knell for the game, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, by in in and of themselves, they're not indicators that the game is bad, but they are kind of like it is the classic symptom of a PR yeah. person knowing a game's not going to review well. Um, right. But, you know, I, you know, Sonic Colors Ultimate, which someone mentioned in our live audience chat, reviewed very well and is not very good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I, I hate to say as a game reviewer, don't trust game reviews. But what I always say is seek out folks that kind of align with your ideals and wait for mm-hmm. them to give you information about the game. If you generally agree with someone and they tell you, hey, this game's pretty good, then you're probably going to like it, you know, and, and if you, you know. If you agree with us and we say the game's bad, then you might not like it. Maybe wait for a sale. But um, we'll probably, I think all three of us, all four of us are, are really excited about Kina. And we'll we'll likely play it and tell you about it when we get a chance to uh, actually sit down and try it here on the show. So if you're really, yeah. really on the fence, we'll, we'll let you know about it once we try it. But yeah. I, I'm actually thinking uh, that I might, might, I, it's, it's not a bad idea to wait for, in my, at least in my mind, because I have so much else to play. Um, to wait for this November physical edition, just like let's see the reviews, and then hey, if they're good, get in November. Maybe we'll have yeah. time. I mean, we're we're weeks away from Dread at this point, and yeah, I, I could tell you if somebody said he got to take Kena or Dread, that's that's yeah, not the a decision I'm thinking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Just as a quick aside, uh, Steve, about Sonic Colors Ultimate, like you, I've been playing it on PS4, and I know you said you've experienced a lot of intermittent study, uh, stuttering. I haven't at all yet it's the really? weirdest thing none so it's i wonder if it's like I mean, a, they like, did release a patch so but that yeah, was that's pr- true I played, patch, it, yeah. I played it oh. day one and i haven't touched it since um so i played it not day one but i played it before the patch and didn't get any stuttering throughout the first two but do you have it installed worlds. on the ps5 ssd or on an, an external hard drive because that makes a huge um, difference. oh it's apparently a switch exclusive according to rob Arman x the patch so oh no no was it really 
No, I think I'm, it was. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't have the game, so I've not really looked into it. So, but that's yeah. what Rob's saying. But either way, to answer your question, Steve, uh, I installed mine on the SSD. Oh, okay. Well, that that alone can probably make a pretty big difference. Sure, uh, sure. Because mine's sense. mine's on a little external USB drive. I try to save my PS5's internal SSD for <laughs> PS5 games, but even then, I'm right. juggling stuff all the time. That could be the reason why, then. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with Kino. We don't have long to wait. I mean, technically, it comes out in uh, a few hours. Four hours. Tomorrow. Yeah. To, to, yeah. A few hours. Yeah. 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 Nine, 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I wish there was a demo. Yeah. I wish there was a demo. I, I again, that's another be, scary side. That could be, yeah, the fact that there isn't. Yeah, just kind of uh, all these things taken uh, together could be, could be cause for concern. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It is it is Ember Lab's first game, or Ember Lab's first game, so it's like, I hope people aren't going to be too in, 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 very um, expectant of what they can create on their first outing of a game just because it looks beautiful. I mean, you know, you never know. Inflated expectations on the internet? Never. That would never, nah, happen. never That doesn't happen. Never. Especially <laughs> not on Twitter. Yeah, ever. No. <laughs> Uh, all right, a few super chats before we move on to our next story. First up is Ray Clausen with a four dollar ninety nine cent uh, super chat saying, "I believe it was a Yoshi game. Yoshi game. This was Croc, but it was changed to a crocodile when Sony yep. and Nintendo split with the PlayStation." Yeah, I believe that is correct. Interesting. I don't think I knew that. Uh, and then Pyro Jack Daniel with a five dollar super chat saying, uh, "So Sony pulled a, Ninten- a Nintendo for Kina. Uh, I think Nintendo is more like." Announce it, and then it's out in a month. I think that's more than Nintendo style. Yeah, because yeah. there, there's still been like a three months uh, of, of relative radio silence between the last time Sony showed Kina off and it actually releasing. Yeah. Lately, it's been like Nintendo announces it and then keeps releasing trailer after trailer after trailer, like with Dread. And they I mean, they're hyping Dread up. I, can't, <laughs> I mean, hopefully it draws in those new fans, but we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, late night sprites with a five dollar super chat saying, "I cannot stop listening uh, to that one new WarioWare song, enjoying the game too." Also, uh, GVG Pogs win with the crew. <laughs> Bongo had a Renee chicken and more. Oh my god! Oh man, just making sure to get all, all the GVG just memes all of it. in one shot. All the essentials in one yeah. package. Yeah. I'm down with all of those except for Hatterene. We could the rest. I'm down with Hatterene. Let's leave out. <laughs> I'm good on that. That that Wario song is really good though. Wario yeah. itself is just a really, really good game. I ended up uh, buying yeah. a second copy of it. I got a digital really? from Nintendo on release day, and I picked up a physical copy because my kids played it with me one night, and it's all they want to play now, so they keep trying to steal my Switch. So, so I'm like, <laughs> you can have your own <laughs> Switches, damn it. You can play it on your own. I'm so, I'm so bummed out about WarioWare because I, too, enjoy the game, and I made sure to unlock all the multiplayer stuff, all the characters, before having friends over for a belated birthday party on Friday. And we were all excited to play it because we all played a bunch of mega party games in college together. And I don't know if it was just maybe we picked the wrong multiplayer modes to try, but we bounced off it so hard, and we were just like, this really, Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing co-op with Amy, but... I had, Maybe well, we, we were doing co-op. four players. We were doing four players. We weren't doing two player co-op. We, this was only four players, and we just picked, mm-hmm. I think, three of the twelve selections in the multiplayer menu, and all three we were just like, "Did you? Yeah, did you play the one where you're, it's like air hockey?" Uh, no, I didn't. That is one of the best modes. Ah, it, you okay. hit a puck, right? Like all four of your characters, you have to hit a puck, and the lat and the person who shoots it into the goal plays a micro game 
on a tiny screen that is suspended in the arena you play, and the other three players can screw with the screen while you play. They can, like, bat it around okay, or make it really difficult for you to actually win. And oh my God. The, the fun thing about that game is that if you win your micro game, you get three points. But if you lose your micro game, each of your opponents gets a point. <laughs> so oh, man, I wish I tried that one. That it's, sounds great. I'm surprised you guys didn't go through all the yeah. four-player modes. Well, I wanted to, but, like, it was kind of that awkward thing where it's, like, the one person being me. Like, yeah, let's try all of them and see if you find the one that sticks, where the others were just, like, or we could just go back to Smash. And I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, we could just go back to Smash. But <laughs> yeah, I, of course. I, I hear you, though, because I don't know when I'll get to have four people to play them with again. And what well, what sucks is every one of the modes I tried didn't include, didn't use microgames at all. And that's part of the problem. Oh, is that wow. we only played ones yeah. that didn't incorporate micro games, and that's what we were there for. Oh, yeah. And I'm you, like, damn it. You picked yeah. the worst three, then. <laughs> I guess so, wow. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, well. Go figure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Black Ninja with a $2 super chat saying, we got the loop of death on Death Loop. <laughs> yeah. Again, hearing great things about the game, just I'm never going to get a chance to play it <laughs> anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope that I'll be able to play it like as we evaluate games for Game of the Year, because so many people said it's like a 10 out of 10 that I feel like it'd be a disservice not to have at least one of us try it. But yeah, I, it's way back on my, my priority list at this point. There's a lot of sure. games this year. It's rough. A lot. Yep. Uh, get lucky with a $5 super chat saying we've been trying to reach you regarding your car's extended warranty. <laughs> what? The heck? what? what? Uh, we've been trying to reach oh. you regarding your car's extended warranty. You should have received something in the mail regarding your car's extended warranty. I get a voicemail from some number, no matter how many times I ask them to take me off their their list or whatever. I, I get voicemails. Well, I don't. I don't ever answer the phone for these numbers, but they still leave me voicemails to this day saying almost exactly that. It's yep. about my car's extended warranty. It is an incredibly common uh, yeah. scam call. Ugh, awful. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get to our next story, which uh, is all about some prototyping. Nice. So, almost 500 Dreamcast and Xbox prototypes have been released, uh, I believe thanks to Project Deluge, uh, which is a video game archival project from the Hidden Palace. And uh, they have just been on a tear finding all these prototype games and uh, getting on there and releasing them. I believe that's 100, it looks like there's 135 Dreamcast prototypes and the rest are Xbox. And um, notable uh, games from the Dreamcast dump include prototype builds of Illbleed and Tony Hawk Pro, Pro Skater, um, a version of Sega GT with Luigi in it. Yep. Um, awesome. And uh, some other some early builds of Soul Calibur, Crazy Taxi, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, and Time Stalkers. Uh, so I don't know a whole lot about this. I'm assuming Steve read up about this because I saw that. Yes. I I, 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 I'm not... I see this as like, cool, we got that pr preserved. I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah, so we covered Project Deluge yeah. when, it first, uh, when it first started. And apparently we missed like the second prototype drop, or maybe I wasn't here for that episode. Uh, but they, they've done a second drop in between, which was mostly like Saturn prototypes. And then this third one is uh, Xbox and Dreamcast related. And... This is kind of cool because, one, like you said, there's some crazy stuff in there, like early development builds of games like Sega GT for the Xbox, which, for whatever reason, the track name is Sony GT, and then it has Luigi on the map for no apparent That's reason. so weird. Uh, mm, makes up. Okay. There's, there's uh, 
prototypes for Fantasy Star Online uh, version 2 for the Dreamcast. There's Jet Set Radio prototypes, uh, Jet Set Radio Future prototypes. Um, but I think the coolest thing for me, I, I dug into some of these prototypes, and a lot of them are like just before retail, like the last build before it got certified, you know, to go out the door. Um, or some of them are localization prototypes between the Japanese and American releases. So like some of the stuff is in Japanese and half of it's in English. Um, really, they, they serve as pieces of historical significance for, you know, archiving the, the history of these games. And I'm waiting for the day that we get Nintendo stuff out of this, like, <laughs> like real good Nintendo stuff, because they, yeah. they mention that they are still sitting on over 4,000 more prototypes. My God. That they, that, Man. you know, it's just the work of digging into these, cataloging them, and finding finding the differences and finally uploading them to the internet because these are all freely available to download. So if you want like this, they're essentially gifting the, the online community a treasure trove of, of development games that, you know, we've never seen before. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm really, really hopeful that this goes to the Wii and the Wii U and, and Nintendo consoles specifically. Uh, somebody mentioned, you know, how cool would it be if we got Mega Man Legends 3 as part of Project yeah, one. Deluge, which... Yeah, yeah, man. I hope like, so. <laughs> that would be the dream right there to get actually the actual prototype. Like that would be amazing. And actually, speaking of Mega Man, the reason I remember us uh, obviously reporting on this before was because the first major release they did was a bunch of PS1 games among other uh consoles, I believe, but that it included a bunch of early builds of like Mega Man X4, X5, X6. Uh there were like in-progress cutscenes like like MS Paint style cutscenes that clearly were placeholder that were really wild to see, like in practice. And I think even the uh, the final boss of X Five uh, wasn't wasn't hadn't finished being rendered yet. It was just weird seeing this game in this state. But it's all really cool stuff for game preservationists and people who love to look at the you know the progression of, of development of, of the games that they love. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting. I I don't know how this came up over the weekend just a few days before this episode where this news drops, but I'm still waiting to find or for someone to find uh a prototype of Legends when it was still called uh Mega Man Neo. And like Oh yeah. It, it had very uh, a very different world, very different enemies like and, and it was confirmed to have been playable. So Mega Man Neo exists out there somewhere. Uh, right. And and just was awesome. a completely different take on Legends. The only thing that was the same was Mega Man, like like Himself, the actual right. character model. But everything else, like yeah. none of the stuff pictured from those early builds, is in the game. The other holy grail that I hope they find eventually is uh, the original demo for Sonic One, which again oh, looks that would nothing like the original game. Like yeah. had you know dark skies and mountains and. Uh, stuff like that but it was shown off at a tokyo toy show and was playable there and just even yuji naka at some point said he's been trying to find it and can't so oh wow yeah i mean it, it's kind of crazy to think that without these folks doing these things that these little pieces of gaming history would just be lost forever so it's it's really cool what they're doing and i'm excited to see where the project goes from here but yeah if you want to know more there's 500 plus entries to go through <laughs> um you know, it's it's funny uh, about Sonic 1. There's also something similar for the original Mega Man X where uh, early like pre-release screenshots showed this. They, it's been called White City, but it shows X in a stage, which is like a, a white city in the background. And I don't think it's ever been found. Maybe it has, and I just it, it passed by me. 
But that's I'd love to see a build, an early build of Mega Man X that like included that Holy Grail stage because we've only ever seen it in screenshots, to my knowledge. But I also could be wrong. Maybe it has been since found. Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Daniel? Because I feel like we keep talking over you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, it's um, it's so fascinating to see that all of these different early looks at, at games like these have been coming out so much in the last like year. Like this has been the era of checking out like what what demo uh these what demos these games used to look like what they originally were um supposed to be before we got our our final projects like uh earlier this year we had like early looks at dinosaur planet what that was supposed to be like and and looks into a a deeper look into like even if it was short like a a longer extended video for like earthbound 64 uh and just the other week we got more concept art early concept art of mario luigi superstar saga and it's always just fascinating to compare what what we have now and what could have been beforehand and how, how design has changed and that you know that's something i'll look at <laughs> at any time to see how uh how how design evolves throughout the whole entire process because it never almost never ever stays the way it was when it's first written down on paper to its final uh, project and completion yeah yeah <laughs> oh boy it's there's a lot in there as people mentioned there's like a he-man game a pac-man racer tons of crazy stuff <laughs> but um I guess we'll see what happens as time goes on. Apparently, the earliest known Psychonauts preview build. Um, I don't know. It's it's cool to see, but I'm also the type is like I'd rather just. I mean, it's great for preservation, but it doesn't personally invigorate me just because I'm like I'd rather have the complete version. Other than it's the stuff that didn't get made or things like that that really excite me. But early versions of other games, I'll look at it, but it's not like blow my mind type thing <laughs> it's fun right. to look at <laughs> yeah yeah yep. for sure exactly well before we move on uh to the roast <laughs> a few a few more super chats um first up is darchi with a five dollar stu- stu- uh, donation saying uh i know it may be a little early but if you had to guess what would be the vga six game of the year nominees nominees who would they be uh, f- that's a that's a lot of games, and yeah, uh, that could definitely be its own discussion yeah. almost. So that's a, that's a good discussion topic. I mean, I'm going to throw out Rift Apart just because that's personally my game of the year so far, and uh, I don't I, know I if it'll. Shocked. It, it's mine, but I also don't know if it'll actually get to that. Like, I get it, that? Like I on, feel like overshadowed. It might. Be. Yeah, I feel like stuff like Death Loop. Uh, mm. um, I'm trying to think of uh, maybe Dread if it turns out really good. Um, mm. Oh, do do not uh, you know Neo and stuff like that is definitely not going to make it on there. Oh, maybe I, yeah, ta- yeah, maybe Tales of Arise. Yeah, that would be my there. my long shot choice would be Tales of Arise for a yeah. nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. So. I can't see it winning. No. I think it's good enough and compelling enough, but I think it it doesn't. Nominations are more about hype than quality. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah. not the right kind of game to win. If that makes sense, it has nothing to do with the quality of the game itself. It's just like how certain kinds of movies never win Oscars. You have probably to probably how much money change his hands. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely, personally, would, I would definitely put Tales of Arise a lot higher up there than what they probably would would put it. Yeah. But man, it's just it's just a different kind of audience, really. That's that's looking at these and they're determining what actually, what what kind of hype did these games uh, put out throughout the year? And, and yeah, yeah. Totally it's like I've never heard of Control before the VG for the before the VGAs. Yeah, I will mm-hmm. I will give you the layup choice and say Halo Infinite. That'll that'll get a nomination. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
next up, Screamo Shame with a $1.99 super chat. Thank you so much. Saying, fingers crossed for Klonoa 2's lost GameCube port. I don't even think I realized that, but that'd be cool. Oh, man. That, that would, would be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And even though the, I'll say this, even though the news came in too late to make it into the, today's episode, I'm hosting on Wednesday and rest assured we're talking about that Klonoa Encore <laughs> 1 and 2 Encore registration uh, that came through today. So. Wait we got the how many encore stuff before <laughs> that means nothing i still want to talk about it still want to talk about it false <laughs> hope yeah uh nerds ramblings with five dollar super chat saying as a game design student i want to see that first three month mario galaxy prototype it's my favorite game of all time with its sphere sphere walking concept yeah that'd be really cool that would be awesome mario really galaxy, what a game Early Nintendo prototypes, I think, are the, tend to be the most, some of the most interesting, just because it's so secretive. Yeah, yeah. I, I especially, and I, and I know Steve knows where I'm coming from here. I would love it if we could get just even more early beta Ocarina of Time. Oh God, assets, builds. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. No, I know. I like just digging into the mystery of that game's development. Oh, I would love that. I I mm-hmm. have Twitter notifications set up for like five or six people that were central to the Giga League. Just anytime they tweet anything. Nice. I go into it just to see if I'm like, is there some new Ocarina of Time stuff they're talking about? It's oh been like gosh. seven months since they said anything about it, but I'm like, one day, one day we'll get more. One day yeah. they'll find the Triforce. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, Chon John Nugent with a $4.99 donation. Thank you so much. Saying, I'm super curious if there's a few Sakura Wars prototypes. Game 3 was in development and released just after the Dreamcast died. Uh, I, don't know. I didn't see Sakura Wars on the mm. list, but I admittedly just skimmed it, like looking through it real quick. Uh, I didn't right. see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. Uh, Sketch MPM with a dollar ninety nine super chat saying zero. What am I fighting for? Dot BMP. Nice. <laughs> so what? there you go. What am I fighting for? <laughs> uh, Black Ninja with a five dollar super chat saying, "Will any of you play No More Heroes three on Carolina Reaper? I just beat the first battle." I still need to play No More Heroes 3 in general. So Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm planning to. I, I thought it would be a fun thing to stream, but the fir- I'm going to do it on New Game Plus. Uh, and I'm trying to unlock some Death Glove chips that make Travis way more buff before I do it. Because <laughs> so, uh, there's some that like eliminate all his cooldowns and make it so he never has to charge his beam katana. So I'm working to unlock those, and then I'll probably play the game. I did fight uh, a couple bosses on Spicy. And holy hell, I, the one thing I'll say is the final boss on Spicy kills you in one hit, no matter what hit oh, it fun. is. So oh, my fun. God. Well, then what does that mean for Carolina Reaper, then? For the That's what run. I'm wondering. Like, That's just, just Dante must die mode. <laughs> good Lord. You like get him in anywhere in your camera view, and he's just instantly dead. Yeah. Which is hard, because yeah. he's always in your camera view. <laughs> Uh, Calamity with a $2 super chat saying Zanjeef uh, from Street Fighter versus Master Mummy from Arms. Uh, Zanjeef uh, wrestles bears. I'm going to give it to him. So two things. I agree. Yeah. It's Zangi for me easily. But Derek, I just want to say, no shame. I literally have never heard anyone say Zanjeef ever in my life. I, I, know, I, never, I have no idea how to pronounce his name. I, Fair enough. Know, 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 I have that. no idea. You don't know how to say is it is it Zanjeef or Zangif? <laughs> that's yeah, a real yeah. question Zangief Zang- yeah. I don't know um, I, I always I, I've always said Zangief 
Also, though, Zangief, Zangief. I yeah, Zangief. Zangief. My pronunciations are notoriously out there sometimes. So. Hey, this is coming from some. No shame. This is coming from someone who is a kid called Guile Gilly. I'm not making fun of you. Gilly. I'm just saying I've never heard of Zan- Zangief before. But hey, what is it? Fair enough. It's Zangief or Zangief. The, the Zangief. Okay. Yeah, like people call him the Geef too. Like yeah. it's the yeah, Geef. Geef. Yeah, Geef. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that pronunciation guide out of the way, let's move <laughs> on to our final story. So, uh, kind of a double whammy here. It was originally going to be uh, Vicarious Visions focused, where they're saying they're the developers of Diablo Two Resurrected, and they had an interview recently where they said that players should do as they feel what they feel is right in regards to buying Diablo Two Resurrected, whether they feel like they should, um, you know, boycott it or not. It's up to the player. They're not going to hold anybody. Uh, yeah, you know, like, oh no, how dare you not buy our game or anything like that? They've looked into it and they're like, they've, you know, they seem pretty humble and whatnot. Um, and then more news came out today, uh, as the SEC has begun investigating Activision. And for those who don't know, uh, they were initially being investigated by California, the SEC, or let me see, get the thing here, uh, what that stands for, the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, that's federal. The federal government is getting into the Activision uh, whole thing. And they have subpoenaed Activision um, uh, and several uh, of its uh, and several senior executives, including Bobby Kotick, uh, according to people and documents. Um, they're looking into how the, they handled employees' allegations of sexual misconduct and workplace discrimination. And the agency is asking for documents, including minutes from Activision board meetings since 2019, personnel files of six former employees, and a separation agreements the company has reached this year with staffers. Um, So uh, they're also asking for Kotex communications with other senior executives regarding complaints of sexual harassment or discrimination by Activision employees or contractors. So things are are getting worse for them. I... love this so yeah so here's here's the things i like about this first off i've got doggos and cats on the screen just our promote a pet folks to make this story (laughs) a little more palatable for those of you that understandably hate hearing about this but uh the the thing about this is we will finally get an answer as to how far the rot is in activision blizzard because and and i firmly believe i firmly believe that we're going to find out that of course kotick knew about what was going on of course God, some yeah. complaints had reached yeah. him you know that he was aware of these situations and that is the best thing that can happen you know why because once it publicly becomes known that bobby kotick knew and did nothing well mm-hmm. that's a real bad look for activision bad enough to potentially fire Bobby Kotick because it doesn't matter what the SEC does. It doesn't matter, you know, how much money Activision gets fined. They'll be fine because they have enough money to weather this storm. What really matters is the public fallout. When people find out that Kotick is the asshole, we all know he is. (laughs) And so, you know, someone will have to say like, well, we got to stop the bleeding, Bobby. And well, you're kind of a scab. So you need to go. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't say it better myself. I completely agree with everything you just said, Steve. I, you know, I I want the rot in this company to just, you know, to not just be removed, but I want the people responsible for it to 
to be punished to hopefully face jail time. I'm not naive enough to think that'll actually happen. Oh no, this uh, will know, be a nice slap on the wrist, but it's yeah, but, more about the public perception finally, exactly. or just exactly. feeling like they need to do something in order to actually change yep. things. But they yeah. were already caught destroying evidence before, I believe. Right. Yes. We just talked about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ago. yeah. And how they, yeah, not, not only destroying evidence, but uh, you know, having threatening conversations, you know, basically threatening employees into silence, telling them not to share, you know, to, to share anything about their experiences at the company with media, you know, really, just really bad shit all around. And I hope this blows up in Bobby's face. I really, really do. And this is, you know, this is promising news, as you said, Steve. Yep. Promising indeed. And also, fuck Activision Blizzard. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah, the moment you see that they got subpoenaed and the fact that they, they have to be appear in court to testify, that's when you know that there's there's really no escape now and now you're going to get it, Bobby. So that's <laughs> it's just good mm-hmm. to see that this is finally like there's, there's going to be some light shed to these dark corners of what was happening with, within this company that despite them doing all they can to, to hide it, like it's not going to be something that they can avoid any longer. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, Bolt Mouse X saying pursuit cornered, referencing, of course, the Ace Attorney music. <laughs> for that I mean, dun, dun, I there, dun, there dun, is dun, a uh-huh. reason I put uh, uh, it's, it's hard to do with the limited space in our uh, thumbs, but I did put Kotick in the defense stand. Uh, the, uh, That's so good. The, 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 in the usual spot where the uh, accused are in uh, the witness stand. There we go. Um, yeah. From Ace Attorney. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but appreciate me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> hold it. But yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this blows up in their face. And you know, because uh, I mean, I, we all agree on this, and because Activision Blizzard sucks and Ace Attorney doesn't, I'm just going to take this chance to say, Derek, you know what I told you last night? I just beat Case Three. That ending, right? Oh God, it's so right. good. <laughs> Did not it expect gets, that at all. Story oh, goes places. Uh, though overall, I do still. I will say that I think Case Three is my favorite. Which. Boy, you don't get to say that about Case 3 too much Ooh. in uh, Ace Attorney, no, do you? No, but that ending, that scene, like that ending anime cut scene, where I, I'm not going to say it here. Of yeah, course, exactly. I anybody, but uh. I, <laughs> holy shit, did I not expect that? that it is, it, and it's getting twist. wilder for me. I'll just uh, say that. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I still really, really I fun stuff. I can't believe I'm like the only person that decided to play Neo instead of everyone else decided to play the great Ace Attorney. And I'm the only one that doesn't get to tell anybody about how cool Neo is. I want to <laughs> play Neo. It is sitting here and I want to so bad, but it's just like, uh, all I the to good, make a choice. All the good things that I want to talk about come after like the first seven days and I, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but man, yes, get on that. Please get on that. <laughs> yeah. I do want to play Neo as well. It's It's one of the many games on my list, hopefully. Hopefully someday, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, I, that said, I do want to throw some support over to uh, Vicarious Visions. A good friend of mine actually works over there, and he's a good dude. And he, he as soon as he found out about all this, it's like this. You know, was immediately like, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> you know, he just hated what had happened with it. And he just, I, you could just tell his frustration. So, um, you know, I feel for him, but. Uh, uh, hopefully things come around and yeah, I don't know. The sales of Diablo two are going to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, that it will. That. It'll be an yeah. interesting moment to see how all of this is affecting Activision. Hopefully yeah. affecting them quite a bit. I know personally, I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm just going to 
pass, which really sucks for me personally because I fucking love Diablo. I want to play yeah. Diablo yeah. too. But... This would have been a great yeah. game for all of us to stream together. Yeah, I would have picked it up. I love Diablo too. Like that's one of the few PC Mac games that I really got into back in the day. I love Diablo too. I would have played the hell out of that with you guys, but I I can't in good conscience support yep. them. Yep. Exactly. So we'll see. I'm sure. Well, I, I thought it was actually slowing down a little bit until things came around. But with this SEC stuff, I guess we'll be talking about Activision for a little while longer. Little while. Say, yeah. uh, see how it all goes. But before we end it off, we got a few more um, Super Chats. First up is RecBCQ with $5. Thank you so much. Saying the thing with Vicarious Visions brings up a question I've had about all this. Does all this corruption trickle down to any of the developers they own? Don't know. Doesn't seem no to. They put on a good face yeah. at least, but I know good people that work. Well, good person that works there. And I, I know pretty sure they know good people. So hopefully here's here's how I feel. Um, I I struggled with the idea of Activision and the individual contributors being affected by all this. Um, and then I remembered that Activision has so much goddamn money in the bank that if they stopped yeah. making money today, like if they just stopped, like if everybody said, you know what, closing, closing our wallets and we're not paying Activision at all, they could probably go on for at minimum with zero changes a year and and making yeah. zero money and still be fine. So these folks, Activision is going to have the money to pay them regardless of what we do, because for all of us that are taking a stand and choosing not to support Activision, Call of Duty still prints money and and they're still yeah. bringing in cash and those folks are still going to get paid and they're still going to have their jobs. And if they do lose their jobs, it's not because some of us decided not to pay Activision Blizzard. It's because Activision Blizzard decided to just cut some jobs. Yeah. Yep. And so yeah. as much as I and they were doing that beforehand anyway. Right. It would be nothing new for them. So as much as I feel bad for the folks that are there, I only feel bad for them because of the environment they are subjected to working in. I don't feel bad for them because I I think that my my vote not to support them is going to somehow drive that person out of a job because it just won't realistically. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. completely agreed. That, they, that that's what they might you know someday try to pin the blame on you know some of the hires be like well you know unfortunately sales were a little disappointing and not you know say it without actually saying it but you know yeah though you know those of us who know better know you know just like yeah. you said a few <laughs> uh, you know even a handful of us choosing not to support the game isn't directly responsible for a dev losing their job yeah. that's just not exactly how that works. yeah all right uh, DJ McCarthy with a $20 super chat. Thank you so much saying I never get to tune in to live. Thanks to work. Even now I'm not live, but thanks for making my hour com- commutes to work all the better. I've been a fan since I was a little and hopefully someday I can tune in live GA studios. Wow. Well, thank you thank so you. much. I hope so too. Uh, it's, you know, unfortunately it's hard to schedule it. So everybody's always available, but we do our best. Yeah. I would love to see you in our live audience whenever you're able to do that. Yeah. But either way, we just appreciate you having, you know, having you in our audience at all. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And we're just glad we can make your commute a little better. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, Screamo Shaman with a dollar 99 donation saying someone still tell Steph Sterling Bobby's in trouble. Oh, I'm sure uh, they'll get on that right away. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He's that. Yeah. Uh, Calamity with a $2 super chat. Once again, thank you so much saying my super chat first series is not looking good, right? I'm not sure why you're saying that. Yeah, I'm not sure why you say it's not looking good necessarily. <laughs> yeah. We can't spend too much time on each one just because we have to keep the show moving. But we're all we'll always at least answer. Hey, yeah, X character over Y character. So, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, Story Smith with a $4.99 donation saying, if you need someone to talk Neo with, track down Roger's base. There you go, Daniel. Nice. Sorry, Roger. You know where to to find me, Roger. Whenever you want to talk to Neo, here I am. Just just kidnap (laughs) your editor. Hell yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We won't return him until you talk with Daniel. Yeah, perfect. Uh, And then Raphael uh, Afonso says, I don't know if we want to. (laughs) I almost Uh, didn't read that. I don't think you want to. Yeah. No, yeah, I appreciate I it, but that's that's uh, that's after dark stuff, bro. Far. Yeah. Uh, the one word I'll read from it is skitching because skitching is an awesome game. <laughs> that's the re- one thing I'll say from it. Uh, Raphael, seriously, thank you, but that's probably a little bit much for us to read out loud. So, yeah, thank you, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> well, it's gotta... funny. It's funny. It's funny. But yeah, it, it, it's it's a bit it's a bit much. That's it's a bit too spicy for a non. You're encouraging though. them, Steve. Stop it. I can't, I can't not laugh, man. Don't be I'm part 12. of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I did not even I had the same twelve year old sense of humor for sure. I got three I, words I, ahead of where I stopped, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, uh, "I was on. wondering." I was like, "Oh man, is Derek actually going to get to that second? That's that's line break." Yeah. Because, whoa. Jeez. Whew. Okay. Well. With that, <laughs> I think we've covered all the major headlines from today's news. Uh, but before we sign off, Nighttide, Daniel, what do you want to promote? Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Evernice Studio. Um, I'll also be posting a lot of stuff. I post a lot of art and designs on there. I'm also you can also catch me around on Good Vibes Gaming. And we have uh, a weekly series now. I, I, I contribute with uh, our very own Brandon Miracle, Good Vibes Arcade. Uh, every Tuesday at 12.45 p.m. Pacific, 2.45 Central. I want to get that right this time. Um, you can join us for about maybe two or three hours of playing a game, just whatever we feel like playing. And uh, this week's going to be, if you can see this, we're going to be playing some uh, Super Mario World. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. That is really clean. The yeah, best yeah, Mario yeah. game. You have <laughs> to play Gangster's Paradise during it. <laughs> I don't that story, but yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Way. Well, it's the only well, thing that's appropriate. That's the only sure to get a copyright safe version of Gangsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. like just immediately demonetize, give it demonetize on the second video we have on your channel that or is anything. True. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, we hope you guys join us, and it's been a, it was a good time last week, and we hope to have more fun with that every week on going forward. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Diddy Kong was depressing in a way because you guys destroyed that. Well, Brandon uh, destroyed it. <laughs> Brandon carried the whole way through. I was pretty much it was the equivalent of Brandon like doing uh like like the Tour de Tour de France on the bicycle and I was just on nice. on a wheelbarrow behind it on the wagon just kind of <laughs> enjoying the ride with him. But this time with awesome. with Mario World, we have extensive experience with Mario World, so this should be a lot more of an even experience for all of us. Nice. Yeah, you guys will knock <laughs> I, that out super quick. I unfortunately haven't gotten gotten had a chance to go back and watch the whole thing, but I was curious because I was out and about taking care of things while you guys were streaming. How did you guys fare against Wizpig? Because that's the part I really wanted to see. I was oh, like, God. Wizpig is just one of the hardest bosses of all time. Wait, and- I was still upset about how quickly John, uh, John, I, I saw <laughs> somebody say Proton John in the chat. I just immediately said the name out loud. Um, I impressed how quickly Brandon took out that freaking octopus on the second round because that bubbler. thing drove me up the wall. Yeah, bubbler. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think, love that game. Yeah, that took that took Brandon like a, a few tries just to do bubbler, and then I saw you in chat saying, "I hate you, Brandon." <laughs> it's just really <laughs> funny. Um, but as far as Wizpick goes, like man, that stream went on two hours longer than it should have because we, <laughs> I guess, we kind of miscalculated how much content was left. 
But um, as far as Wicked Pit goes, I was absolutely destroyed because I am not attuned to Diddy Kong Racing as much as I am, say, like Mario Kart, for example. But yeah, Brandon knocked it out of the park. Yeah, he he took he, he took like maybe half a dozen tries and he he got it done pretty quickly. And then like the next round was a lot was actually easier, I think. But we still took a while. So man, Wispig isn't something else really. <laughs> That's just to get the credits. Awful. That's I, yeah. I can't like Diddy Kong Racing that much because of it. The story, like people talk up the adventure mode, but it's so freaking hard. And this is for kids. That game is so interesting because Rare was like really into making their own like. Uh, uh, extended universe because in the the first boss of that game is tricky from from uh, Star Fox Adventures. So apparently yeah. he moved he moved to this to this planet and decided to to race carts. So so what do you know? <laughs> I mean, who would have guessed? Got the lore somewhere. The lore is crazy because Diddy Kong apparently has Conquer and Banjo on speed dial, and you just call them up to go play yeah. to, to race carts with. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what Rare was doing back in the day. I feel like uh, Diddy Kong yeah. keeps some weird friends if he's friends with Conquer. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this was this, this was before, this was before uh, Conquer turned to drinking and oh, after trying to beat Whispig several times. So <laughs> fell in hard like, times. In hindsight, Diddy Kong is a real messed up dude. Yeah. And maybe well, maybe <laughs> Conquer turned. And Tip Top showed up in uh, Banjo Tooie. Yeah, well, yeah. But maybe Conquer uh, Conquer turned to drinking because of his losses in Diddy Kong Racing. Maybe there's more lore here than we realize. Maybe he was happy, and then he had the Diddy Kong Racing experience, and that is what made him turn to the bottle. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I I think, d- d- of all things, Diddy Kong Racing might have had, uh, it, by Conquer's perspective, it might have been the bad ending where he just didn't save all his friends and turned to drinking. I mean, you, right. there's a lot to play with here. It's just getting there's deep. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're but anyways. Stamper Brothers on the show to explain that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, we hope it, for, for, for more tantalizing lore than this, tune in to Good Vibes Arcade tomorrow. Hell yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Excellent segue. Thank you. And of course, we have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons, big and small. Uh, just appreciate uh, all of their support over, uh, you know, for almost a year now. We're approaching our year yeah. anniversary. That is crazy. Wow. Um, so thank you so much for that. And of course, an extra special thank you to our producers, as this show just would not be possible without all of you. Also, a massive thank you to our executive producers and above. And that includes Jared Ediger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Itiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrama, Kenruleo9, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Orem M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wakehoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stinkle, West Egg, Deanith, Coda, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane, Kane Wooly, 
Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayham, Mason, Ra- Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Ditto, Ditto M, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Brooke by the Bay, Brendan Hess, Keeves Wright, Killamox, and Super Game Dude 101. Thank you all so, so much for all that support. It is amazing to have that many EPs. Ooh. And remember that you too could become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can get access to our exclusive post show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. As remember... We get to 70,000, we're doing No uh, no Shave November, and we get to 75,000, we're giving away a free Switch OLED. So until next time, good night, and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you again. Bye.